Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. You should celebrate yourself every day. But some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection. Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. I gotta tell you, mm-hmm. I'm a little nervous. Why are you nervous? I'm nervous because trying to recount the last few days, which has been a roller coaster, a roller coaster. I guess spiritually and emotionally, I guess, and just like it has just been, it has been just, just, just crazy. Now it's not what you guys think. There is nothing. Crazy. We're not getting divorced. No, and not getting divorced. We're not. No, there's not. There's not. No, no. It is. It is. I guess the story of um, character and character in people in just a a a. And this year needed it. I think just, to, just looking around the world, just a shot of um of real beautiful um um caring. In consideration between mm-hmm. people on display, which is like when I when I said when I mentioned or I put it in the t- the tweet tease, this I will not be able to stay. Um, I don't think we'll see. We'll see. There are moments. This this weekend was so crazy that it was just it was just remarkable. So let me start the story here. Okay. Okay. So. You guys may know that I have a daughter named Sally, 12 years old, mm-hmm. and Sally's best friend is named Kelly, and she's great, she's talented, comes from a great family, they're all great, and they live obviously down the street from us, mm-hmm. and so they're thick as thieves, they're best friends, they do all the best friend stuff, they're best friends, and they're, and they're great. So anyway, um, really this starts more like two years ago, when Olivia Rodrigo was touring, Mm-hmm. And Alice and I, and even my brother, I think, and maybe even some of Sally's aunts, and uh, like just were looking, glancing at 
Oliver Rodrigo ticket prices, and they were like seven hundred bucks each. It was like ridiculous. yeah, it was not possible to yeah. get a ticket for under five hundred dollars a person. Right, and if you don't know who Olivia Rodrigo is because you don't have a twelve year old girl, um, she's very she gets her heart broken a lot. She's like some twenty year old kid who's always in emotional pain, and she was a Disney star. Girls love her, so so we looked and we couldn't find these uh, tickets anywhere. And uh, no, we couldn't. They were just too expensive. Like, can't we can't p- do we're that? We're not gonna. Yeah, we can't spend fifteen hundred dollars. So then, on that, the world opens up, and then Taylor Swift is on tour, and that one is even more. I mean, there mm-hmm. was no doubt, unless, I mean, this Taylor Swift is just is Elvis and the Beatles now. She's just whatever, and you weren't getting anything for that was like unless it was really high dollar and like in Mexico City. There was no. <laughs> It was just not happening. This was this was tough. So I mean, I thought, yeah, that kind of sucks, you know. But but it is what it is, you know. In mm-hmm. life, um, it happens. There are concerts that are a bunch of money, and you know, there was a time, and even Taylor Swift. I'm sure that I could. Did make- that used to be that way? Realistically, I mean, I know well, there's I mean, like inflation. Well, it, but in like the '90s, were there concerts that were like two thousand dollars a ticket? No, the um, Billy Joel, Elton John one started off pretty expensive, but we didn't have. Now it, it seems like these tickets are in the hands of scalpers almost immediately, and so mm-hmm. that it's not like you can't just go on a ticketing day to like Ticketron or Ticketmaster. Or they whatever. try and do some of that, and I didn't know a few people who did that mm-hmm. with Taylor Swift and got tickets for like sixty, seventy dollars. Yeah, that's great, and yeah, but you know you like, have to be on the ball doing it, and you know mm-hmm. whatever. But it, the stories were mostly people desperately looking for Taylor right. Swift, but it wasn't. Wasn't in the cards. It's fine. Sally was cool. She was whatever. She was. But it would have been a nice thing, you know. It would have been a nice thing in oh, 1964 yeah. to have like gotten the Beatles uh, tickets when they yeah. first got to the states. But it wasn't gonna happen. That's fine. She's not wanting for anything. She's got everything, and then <clears throat> so then uh, Sally this year introduced us um, to some really great music. Mm-hmm. And uh, including at the beginning of the year when times were a little difficult around here. And but this music was a, was a nice salve for some of the some of the stuff going on and and anyway, one of the people she introduced at least me to was mm-hmm. Steven Sanchez. Steven Sanchez is this kid who's nineteen, I think. I don't even think, or he's eighteen. I don't know, but but he's very young, and he's right out of the nineteen fifties. It's like mm-hmm. the, the fifth name in the plane would have been Steven Sanchez. Um, it was. He's, um, you know the song. I'll play the song here so so you can. Yeah, this is the one everybody knows. You can get it. And it's a beautiful song, to his credit. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful um, ballad to the, the the person he's singing with broke up with him. And it's like about that or something. And it's it's very interesting. <laughs> Sorry about that. Here we go. Let me start back here. Georgia Maybe you know 
song. It's really just a beautiful song. It's it's like a it's a like a, just a, a a heartbreaking ballad. It's a lovely song. So anyway, I love the song. Sally loved the song. Sally loves his music. I started to listen to more of his music. A friend of mine loves his music. Whatever. My friend, who is he and I used to be in a band together and used to play music like right down the street from where he. Anyway, my friend uh, sends me a text saying, "Hey." Um, what are you doing? My kids got me a, um, a ticket for Steven Sanchez. He's coming to Boston. So, and this is a couple months ago. So, mm-hmm. I thought, wow, that's that's great. Let me see if my, let me see if I can find tickets because so far tickets for anything have been no. And I <laughs> think since everybody wanted Taylor, couldn't get Taylor. Wanted this, you know, wanted Beyonce, couldn't get Beyonce. Maybe these third rung or second rung mm-hmm. people would. Yeah, this is a little more niche. Right. But so there were tickets available, and mm-hmm. at face value prices. Yeah, so we got three tickets, and <clears throat> thrilled. And I've been spending like two months trying to think how will I secretly have Sally find out that the tickets are here uh, because we knew we had to tell her a couple of weeks ago. The, the, it was December first as a concert, so we had to tell her with a couple of weeks' notice so that she could plan with a friend because we wanted. I would go. I'd bring her down there, and Sally and her best friend, who's named Kelly, was my thought. Of course, mm-hmm. I didn't vet anything or do any, you know, advance work. So, um, and I also wanted Telly to find the tickets in a special way. I had all sorts of ideas. Well, I was going to put them in a dirty dish in the dishwasher and make her do the dishes so that she would say she would be sweet about it and she's getting rewarded for doing the dishes. I had another idea of hiding them somewhere down the street. And I, at the end of the day, I just when she was coming home, I couldn't contain myself. I uh, used a, a Christmas bow and tried to pin them to her door. And said, Sally, uh, what's this on your door? As she went into her room. Of course, the Christmas bow then fell onto the ground. And <laughs> I said, when she opened the door, she said, what? There's nothing on there? I said, well, it's, oh, yeah, it's on the ground. Oh, that was the, <laughs> totally exploded in the tarmac. Didn't matter. She saw the tickets and, and was blown away. She was She's unable to contain her enthusiasm and happiness. She's so thrilled. And she was, like, immediately hugging me and her mother, you know, going to a concert. And then a concert for somebody she likes, et cetera. She gets on the phone. She's all, like, in seventh heaven. She's all great. She gets on the phone, calls up Kelly, and says, Kelly, oh, my goodness, my parents got me Stephen Sanchez tickets. I came, I'm taking you. Oh, you're coming with me. Kelly said, um, first she was thrilled, and she said, I can't. That's my birthday party. So, so, had I just checked, but I didn't check. So, that's Kelly's birthday party. So, now, not only can Sally not go to Kelly's birthday party, but Kelly now... Can't go to the concert, so um, so perfect storm. Perfect storm. So that so then Sally has to try to find somebody else to go to the concert. So this was like a couple of weeks ago. This part of the roller coaster. Right. This isn't even getting us this weekend. Not, yet. We're not even there. Yet. <laughs> and so and so now since Kelly's having a birthday party, obviously Sally and Kelly have mutual friends, and so it's kind of tough to find somebody who might be able to go. Re- but anyway, she has another good friend who we'll call Amy here because we don't know her as well. But she. She talks to her friend Amy, and Amy is thrilled, and Amy will go to the uh, to the concert. So there we go. Counting down the days, Sally was all thrilled. Sally gets all, like, 12-year-old made up for the concert. Um, I, we, we, uh, we meet Amy and Amy's mother. They're great. And, and I drive. This is Friday. I, I use – it takes an hour and 20 minutes to get down into Brighton, Massachusetts. I hadn't really hung out there since I worked on the radio station on Guest Street. Now – where there used to be a radio station, a stop and shop, and a gym, and WGBH, it's now a thriving metropolis. Guest Street is huge. There's all sorts of stuff happening. 
So anyway, I'm looking around for a place to park. Can't find a place to park. I I, I heard that you can stop parking the start and stop and shop parking lot as long as you're not there for uh, past eleven. Because if you're there past eleven, they're going to tell you whatever. I said that's no problem. He gets on at eight. No problem. Yeah. Why would you be there past eleven? Right. Thanks, Tom Shattuck. <clears throat> well, that's what all everything said too. Stephen Sanchez concert doors at seven. Concert at eight. So I figured doors at seven. Concert at eight. So oh, we get something to eat. We're having a blast. The, the girls are singing the whole way down Taylor Swift, Stephen Sanchez songs. That's it's great. We walk into the venue, um, and and my old friend is there as well. And he says, oh, by the way, I heard that Sanchez is going to get on to like 9.30. I was like, no, no, he's on at 8. He said, no, this other guy, Stephen Day, is on before him. And I'm like, oh, crap, this screws up everything because you can't go out, can't leave the place. You can't go and come back. Can't go and come back. My car's parked illegally. Stephen Sanchez is not going to start for an hour and a half, um, it, which t- didn't say it when I bought the ticket. I, no, I do not love this, but fine. fine. But the worst thing is, so we're, we sit there through this idiot, Stephen Day, whose music sucks, by the way. I'm sorry, Mr. Day, if you're listening. <laughs> this guy plays, it's as if this was a direct attack and everything <laughs> I hated being a failed musician in the 90s through now. He was jazzy. He loves 11th chords, suspended, fourth chords, whatever, all over the thing. And he demanded the, the audience, this guy, Stephen Day, Mm-hmm. Get involved with every single thing he was doing. Every single song demanded, I want this side of the room to do this, this side of the room to do this. Here's some of it. All right, Boston. <laughs> Where my love He kept saying that. That's why I said that. Because he said, all right, Boston. He keeps saying, all right, Boston. Like, F off, dude. All right, Boston. Just yeah. play your sh- jazz music, please, so we can get on with our lives. But nope. Let me hear you go. One more time. Go. <laughs> I have to tell you too. And so it's funny because the opening act thing, like my point of view is as the opening act, you're already wearing on people's patience. Yes. Like nobody actually wants you as the opening act. No. So you have to like be extremely mindful of that because you're already like you're starting with two strikes against you because they want to see the other musician and they've never heard it. Right. And so don't make us do stuff. First of all. So, but it's funny that this happened to you because, um, when I was one of the times I was in Serbia with my cousins and, um, the Rolling Stones were in Belgrade at the time when I was there. So we got tickets to go see the Rolling Stones, which was fun, but they had an opening act that I had never heard of. And I have no idea what their name was, but, um, we're terrible. And they did that too. They were like, this side of the crowd, do this. Oh, that terrible. side of the crowd, do that. And I don't know. I mean, like, you're aware of Serbian people, right? Yeah. They don't, like... They're not going to play. <laughs> they no. did not play. There was zero audience participation. Yeah. Like, nobody even... <clears throat> Try, like probably here because American people are nicer than Serbian people. Oh, but people. this guy was into. They like probably humored him a tiny did, bit which more. Which made me angry that they played along with him because the Serbian to... audience was like, uh, well, but also not this guy happening. didn't no. earn anything because his music sucks. Nobody knows who he is. <laughs> He's got nothing. Like people will do stuff for Taylor Swift and sing along with her. Because oh yeah, she's earned it because she has songs that everybody knows. Yeah, they're the person that she. They so paid all that money morale. to see, I know right? while I'm listening to him that he's going to be an hour and a half and that my car's going to be towed, but I'm thinking, okay, <laughs> Sally wants to go to the concert. It doesn't matter. <laughs> all right, now everybody try this. Here we go. He's still waiting for the crowd to sing. Three, four... 
Anyway, that guy sucks, and I'll always hate him. I will have a personal vendetta against Stephen Day forever. <laughs> so we sit through, we stand through. It's getting crushed in there. Meanwhile, and this guy's sapping our strength as well because you know you're hearing the loud PA system, etc. And you can only take so much concert at a concert. Mm-hmm. He said, "This is also a standing up concert, too." Is <clears throat> my understanding? Yep. So yeah. as we're going. Uh, we're getting jostled. The girls are getting jostled by people. There's some drunk people around. There's some just old people who seem to be drunk. One of them spilled a drink all over Amy, and 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 um and they were just like getting crushed in, and it, it just wasn't wasn't great. And and then these guys finally fin these guys finally finish, and I can tell that Amy has changed. She's she she doesn't. We were all perky and happy before. I could seem to me that she was not feeling great just looking at her and she was trying to maintain and be stoic. But she said that, that she said essentially that she felt sick, like her stomach felt sick. I think, I think that the smell of the booze and the whatever, whatever probably didn't help. And people crushed in on her. It was hot in there, et cetera. Mm-hmm. She felt like her, she was like her stomach hurt, whatever. And so we said, okay, what would you like to do? What would you like to do? And she said, um, that and Sally said, "Do you want to get a drink of water? Do you want to go somewhere?" Do you, and she said, uh, "No, no, I don't feel good. I, I don't feel good." And I said, "Okay, we'll do whatever you want to do. Just tell me what you want to do." You know, Stephen Day has left. No. <clears throat> I do think that that's really tough. The standing room venue for yeah. younger people, which is that's the same venue where Olivia Rodrigo was. Oh, was it? So yeah, and like I felt weird about that anyway so, uh, at that time <clears throat> as well. Yeah. So she says, uh, I think I want to leave. I think I, I, I don't feel good. My stomach doesn't feel good. I want to leave. So I said, Sally, is that okay with you? And she said, oh, yeah, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry that you don't feel good. Yes, of course, please. And she said, I feel so bad. Amy's saying, I feel so bad. I feel so bad that I don't want I don't want you to miss this, Sally. I don't. So we can essentially she didn't want to. Oh, obviously, Sally's been waiting for this. And we've sat through this guy forcing us into road march with him along his sucky music, <laughs> uh, Stephen Day, for 40 minutes. And But Sally's being so considerate and so nice and so wonderful. And I was just very proud of her. And so we say, okay, um, okay, well, it is what it is. Obviously, girl's not feeling good. Stomach is, is not feeling good. We're, we're leaving. There's no, there's no choice. Right. But, it's not like you can leave Sally there I and drive just, the other girl I was home. just happy that Sally... Because she, because Amy felt bad about leaving, mm-hmm. and Sally it, it, it was effusive about sending positive vibes that she was absolutely fine with it, and so so, mm-hmm. that, so that she was looking out so that Amy wouldn't feel bad at all, <clears throat> and that was her goal. Right. And and so just seeing this, I was so proud of her, so incredibly proud of her. So, meanwhile, you should know at, at this time of night, Kelly. Sally's best friend is having her party and all the girls are having their party, whatever. So me and Sally and Amy walk out. We get to the car. Thankfully, the car was not was not towed. Um, you know, and our, we just want to make sure that, that, that Amy felt okay and didn't feel sad about make, having Sally lose, miss the concert. Well, right, because when you initially texted me and said, like, oh, we're coming back, she doesn't feel good, like, it was like 9.20 and I was thinking... Oh, well, at least they got to see, like, right. a good chunk of the concert before. But no, they, you saw zero of the concert. No, thanks to Stephen Day. No, no, we didn't. So we get in the car, and the girls try to rally as much as they can. Sally is being super supportive, and I'm just really proud of her. 
and um were you like super disappointed at this point i was i would have been like you know how i get like i would have been like crushed disappointed well i I was trying to focus on the mission which was to get home it was like right i i wasn't i was i i felt sad that that she wouldn't get to see what she'd been waiting for for a couple of weeks which would have been her first time going Mm -hmm. to a concert seeing this etc so i felt bad but it was interrupted by how stoic she was being and how considerate she was being and not not showing right and so we drive up to you know it's an hour and whatever to um the town over to amy's house and amy's sweet and uh, apologetic and fun and i'm thankfully their their moods turned i think she felt a little bit better and they started to sing taylor swift and and they kept swinging taylor swift and then kept singing taylor swift. <laughs> but that was a good sign that mean, meant that you know and i think they had fun literally doing it and and so we drop amy off and i i was I, I just couldn't believe how selfless our daughter was. How selfless, how she did everything, everything she could to um, to uh, comfort her friend who felt bad about having Sally miss the show. Mm-hmm. So um, on the way, she te- she texted, like her friends texted her and she texted back and forth. They, her friends and Kelly and her party had found out that Sally um, had left, but just before mm-hmm. Steven Sanchez was there. So, um, so Amy leaves the car and I drive Sally and I, the first thing I said to her is, I just want you to know, um, how proud I am and how considerate you've been and how much caring and consideration for your friend you showed. And she said, what, what do you mean? I have to, she wasn't feeling good. All that matters is that she feels good. That's more important than any concert. So right then I'm starting to, oh God, <laughs> please don't say anything more like this. I'm going to freaking cry right here and weep in the car. And she's like totally like being a good person, and she's a good person. And she said uh, that it, it. She said um, it doesn't matter. It. it she. It, it's the least. The least I can do because she wasn't feeling good, and that matters more than anything else. That she be happy. And so then they get to talking. I guess at Kelly's house, and one of Kelly's friends sends Sally a note saying, um, "That's so nice what you did, Sally. Um, that's a really considerate thing." Uh, you know, th- you know, thanks for being that kind of person. And, and Sally was like getting back to her, saying like, "You don't have to thank me for for doing anything. Anybody would do it because if somebody didn't feel good, you don't have to thank me." <coughs> so, so this is where I this is where I, this is where I go here. So then, <laughs> so then, the, her friends, her friend Ke- uh, Kelly, who was a wonderful person. Her friend Kelly, they all, all the girls felt heartbroken for Sally because, of course, she's been counting the days, and it's her first concert, mm-hmm. and she leaves a concert right before her first concert ever, right before mm-hmm. Steven Sanchez is on, and she's also being very stoic with him about, you know, my friend was was. It's that's possible a, she's just that good a person that that's her yeah. genuine reaction. That it's not right. like a stoic thing. That that's so, like her actual reaction. Right. So Sally. You know, was supposed to be, you know, hearing this. But she didn't. She drove home and she talked with her uh, friend. But anyway, her friend, Kelly, had um, heard, you know, they, they had, her friend Kelly loves her. So she, 
And the other girls are like heartbroken for her. They're heartbroken yeah. for her. So they decide to do something for her. They're all together, you know, loud girls at a party. And they, um, so they get together. And Sally and I were in the car and she said, uh, she said, yeah, everybody's being so nice to me at Kelly's party. Like, like I did something and I'm trying to tell them that it's, it's fine. She said, oh yeah, Kelly dropped me a voice message. And this is the last moment that both me and Sally uh, remained tearless <laughs> for that evening. So this is the voice message. This is a crude message for, on an iPhone that the girls, Kelly and her friends, left for Sally because Sally couldn't, you know, hear that song because mm-hmm. she had to go. So here's the message that they left. This is, once again, on an iPhone, so... Excuse the iPhone-ness of it and just think about the spirit of it. They all got together did this. So then uh, Sally burst into tears, um, absolutely burst into tears. These are happy tears, and I'm, I could not hold it. She's, she was just so mowed down with emotion that they thought to do that mm-hmm. for her. Like this little thing. It's just like singing the song that she didn't get to hear sung. And she was just absolutely emotional. Like, I can't believe how sweet she is. What a loving... Th- I mean, she was, in- she was inconsolably emotionally struck <laughs> by, like, the, 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 all the outpouring of love. And I couldn't... I'm, I was like, like, where the hell... <laughs> where, does, where does somebody like Kelly, a 12-year-old, learn this? Like, I mean, holy... It's, it was such a freaking beautiful moment. And not just moment. And then so Sally's, I was barely hanging on in the car. I wasn't hanging on in the car. And Sally was absolutely just tripping over herself emotionally. She said, she was saying, I can't believe, like, what a beautiful thing to do for me. I can't believe what a beautiful thing for Kelly to do for me. It was so a wonderful thing, etc. And because because they consider Sally a nice person, <coughs> it hurt them <coughs> that a nice person might have you know <clears throat> been made sad by something and so they rush to emotionally save her and <clears throat> and saying the sad so- i mean jesus saying the song for her and it like touched her that night and she was she was just a, a, a mess so she came she as we're portaling into the parking lot into our sorry into our park driveway <clears throat> she said oh great now mom's gonna think i'm crying because i'm sad <laughs> So then Sally runs into the house, absolutely bawling with emotion, and all of it good emotion because of 
she was so touched by what her friend did, and she was just gushing with love for her friend and this and that, <clears throat> and and this and that, and. So uh, why don't you describe her entering? Well, yeah, she came into the house and she was like sobbing. And I was in the kitchen like cleaning up and getting because it was pretty late. And so I automatically assumed, obviously, that she was like severely upset. And she was like, no, no, I'm happy. I'm happy. (laughs) Then she was explaining and she was crying and I was crying because I, well, I cry at everything anyway. But I was crying because she was crying and it was, it was very emotional. Yeah. So. Then we get a call from Kelly's mother, who's mm-hmm. with, who and Kelly's right there, and and that wasn't the song wasn't en- enough for Kelly to try to um, cheer Sally up, her friend up. So she. And- Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Her dad and mom hatched a plan... And her mom was running it by us to take Sally to see Steven Sanchez tonight in North Adams. Mm-hmm. Like on them out of their hearts because they felt so bad for Sally. To drive two and a half hours, two and a half hours. Way, right. by the way. Which is, it, it's a haul with bad weather tonight. Mm-hmm. And which was not, I mean, it was just like already the night had been so emotional because of the song that Kelly had sang. It was just like, Incredible, and then for the, for them to, to, to want to do that, and and it just like it was just just blew us away. It yeah. just and it, like it was like wow, what I mean, there's such a, like a a weekend of kindness and and consideration, but so many like nice people doing so many nice things, and, and we were just like floored. And then so so that that concert is tonight. So we. Um, Sally gets all ready and all ready for the concert, <laughs> of course. And, um, and, um, we go to drop off Sally at Kelly's house and Sally's, and Kelly's dad's out there. He's a great guy. And he looks like his dog just got hit by a car. He looks very, up, um, sad. <laughs> and he said, as I feel so bad to tell you that, um, that Steven Sanchez just had to cancel his concert. And he's he came down with something, so he had to cancel his concert. 
and he's like, and he was apologizing like like he'd done something wrong. <laughs> like they so wanted, they so like care and love our daughter, and that they so wanted to do this good thing. It was so important right. to them that they felt sad that they couldn't. Which is amazing, obviously. So. Anyway, it's just like great, great people. At the end of the day, now Kelly and Sally are um, are hit the town in Portsmouth, New Hampshire, as friends, which I think is like the best present. Oh no, no, let me stop right there. Let me stop right there. Uh-huh. Once again, Ke- Kelly gets one more thing here. So Kelly calls Sally on the phone with her mother and says, "What do you want to do? <clears throat> what do you want to do?" And Sally says, oh, I don't know. We just got the news about Stephen Sanchez. I don't know. And Kelly says, we can go to a restaurant. We can go to this or that. And Kelly's mom in the background says, we can go to Portsmouth. And 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 Sally said, oh, well, I mean, I don't know. And I said, well, we're on speakerphone. I said, Sally, it is Kelly's birthday. So really, it should be Kelly's treat. Okay. Take a breath, Tom. I'm going to. So then Kelly says, no, we're conjoined twins. It's both of our birthdays. And no offense to the conjoined twin community, by the way. Um, and I was like, uh, wow, what a kid. So they hit the town up there today. Tonight, I don't even know if they're coming back or I don't care. So they're having fun. They can stay for the next three days. I don't. But anyway, so you know we're conjoined twins, and so it's both their birthday. So they are. Um, I mean, I I just think it was so such a spiritual weekend with with a lot of crying, with not any sadness. <laughs> that like we haven't had that um, in a long time, and it was uh, just a, it, an absolute. Um, just an absolute memorable weekend, memorable weekend, and so they're up there doing that stuff. I think to, to me, this weekend for them, with Stephen Sanchez being absent from their lives twice, <laughs> will be probably the most memorable memorable weekend that they'll ever have, or one of them until some other things in life happen. Um, but it's just, it's just like. If 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 an alien ship had landed in front of me, and uh, had uh, suctioned me into it, and they had wor- harvested my organs, I would be less blown away than like, like all of this kindness, this this kindness hurricane that happened around here. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, that's what happened, and that's what um, that's where I am. Thoughts? I think we've covered it. It was just a. It was just an odd while we get we were out of the house almost all the weekend anyway with various things like sports and other birthday parties and like other stuff was also happening too but it was just such a this whole thing and the emotions of it and like you said this is really a story about like character and how some people are super just so generous not just with like money or time but with themselves you know. And emotionally generous because it doesn't take much to record a an iPhone voice message for somebody and send it to them, you know. No. But it's emotionally one of the most generous things you could do. Oh, totally, totally. And like even even if you you hear the quality of the thing, it's obviously overmodulated into an iPhone. <clears throat> 
But it's overmodulated with the sheer guttural love of these girls and how mm-hmm. they were trying to get it to and it hit Sally. It, you know, absolutely. Is that your recording of her listening to it? No, this is that's what they the said original her. This recording is an MP4 okay. or an MP whatever it was. It's not that anymore. Yeah, yeah, no, this is there. This is so in her phone. It's not like this to us in the car. And I like them laughing too because they're like having fun, saying, "Hey, doing this kind of crazy thing mm-hmm. for their friend." And it hit her directly. <coughs> so, so Alice, so I've done my... Who's the guy who turned... Uh, who turned... Um, <coughs> who turned the Beatles... Oh, Peter Jackson. He did the Beatles thing, right? Mm-hmm. All right, Alice, I've done my best Peter Jackson work here. Okay. Or... Um, you used AI? I've, I've used uh, Tom Shattuck, unfortunately. Um, and so this is our dedication... From uh, Stephen Sanchez and um, the uh, the um, Kellyettes, mm-hmm. and our dedication to all the um, the considerate and generous people out there, to of whom we've uh, witnessed some great actions um, this weekend. Ready, else? I'm ready. ready for this? I'm ready. You ready? Now I'm gagged. I held it together the whole time, too. Okay. Okay. Mostly. (laughs) All right. Um, So we can do a couple of things. We can go to the chat chat, or we can... I think we should go to the chat chat. You think you can just do all the news in the Patreon? Yeah, I mean, here's the news. What about people who listen for current events? (laughs) Well, I mean, we're not all current events. Here's the gist of the news. The media is mad at uh, Israel and wants them to stop. And um, and um, another pe- person in the media yelled at Ron DeSantis and is making him answer for all of Donald Trump's things. And Trump's still winning. And Trump's still winning. That's, that's right. And we <laughs> the all- Democrats still have not put in a different candidate for Biden. So right. hasn't happened yet. Might happen soon. But um, yeah, I think we should get to the we do okay. the By the way, we need some new. Oh, oh, there was an. Uh, oh, by the way. Speaking of considerate, some of our friends who are considerate <coughs> um, uh, have reached out to us, and we want to say hello and happy birthday, Alice. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday to Phil of Julian Phil. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday, Phil. Also, one of our chat chat regular chat chat callers. Yes, too. good guy, um, and we appreciate it. I hope you have a good. Um, I hope you have a great birthday. Have a good birthday. Sally Shattuck and Kelly are having an excellent birthday right now. Mm-hmm. This might be the official This Kelly. is actually Kelly's birthday, so too. And so Kelly. Phil and Kelly are birthday twins. It's true. Happy birthday to you both. This is like the birthday podcast, I guess. Yes. 
Okay, are you ready? Albie? Yep. Uh, okay, where is it? Sorry. Here we go. Anonymous. Okay. You know what I found funny about that gentleman who left a message last week kind of taking a shot at me on the chat chat is that I actually, like, really laughed about it and I didn't take it serious at all. What was the shot? Do you remember? I don't remember. Uh, I don't know. Since you've been on KMS, Steve, I'm sure there's been a lot of shots. (laughs) Because I find it amusing that people would go out of their way to kind of take a shot at you for absolutely no reason. And I know you guys have to deal with it a lot, you know, with uh, everything you guys do, you know, between the chat chat, all you can eat, Tom, your radio gig. So I find it funny that a guy would go out of his way to leave a message to slam me. Like, doesn't this person have better things to do with his life? Because it is crazy. I don't take it personal. I find it very funny and I find it actually like a compliment. So I don't remember the specific message. Yeah, that's the, well. That's the right attitude. So it's, yeah, I'm, because I'm, it's it is crazy. I don't remember the specific message, but it is wild the lengths that people will go to to tell you that they don't like you. I know. I get calls about Tom's radio show sometimes because my cell phone number is like somewhat findable. So like occasionally someone will call me up and yell at me and tell yeah. me that like you're fat. I mean, you have to do what? some digging and tell me you're fat and you're stupid and they hate you and like. <laughs> so you know they got the right, they got the, right, the right guy. <laughs> so um yeah, anybody who wants to call up, uh, please call my radio show eight six zero five two two nine eight five two. You can call me fat live <laughs> on the air. Yes. Tom will take your call. Absolutely. In fact, you'll go to the front of the queue if that's what it says you want to talk about on the notes. That is right. BPD BPP. <laughs> Burn Barrel, Friedman is, is a puke. Tom Friedman saying, what was he saying? That, oh, they need to sue for peace or something. Mm-hmm. Oh, they need to let the Gaza leadership, Hamas leadership go. Just hearing the clip that you played from that hey. total donkey Friedman from the New York Times. Mm-hmm. Oh, I hate that guy. Anyway, swap out Hamas for Republicans or conservatives. That's really who he's talking about. That's, that's what he wants for here. Yep. He wants... All of us conservatives shipped off to somewhere else, and then they'll put in place their brand of conservatives, which is basically liberal light. Ah, oh, he's mm-hmm. so disgusting. Absolutely, absolutely. And nice to hear from Tim again. Yeah, Friedman. Just <clears throat> you better let. The thing is, a lot of these guys are very credentialed, and some of them are good at the things they do, like economy or whatever. Mm-hmm. Many of them, other than that, are really stupid. It just so oh, yeah. happens to be true. I mean, these people don't know anything, but they get emotional. It's like somebody watching the Red Sox in 1999 and complaining about the curse of the Bambino. Okay, you're emotional, but you don't know what you're talking about. It is. That is why that meme is so brilliant. You know, the Twitter meme that's the little um, intelligence distribution, like the little bell curve. Yes. And it has the dumb guy on one end and the genius on the other end saying the same thing. And then the guy in the middle has like some nuanced, different take that's like better, that thinks it's better than both of them. Um, Because that's exactly a about the sort of that sort of middle ground where you like start to know a little bit and you think yes. you're really smart and you haven't yet caught on that there's like well then the people have been there before right and they've they've gone they've heard they've continued down the journey right. uh, further past where you are right now dave versus youtube well i made it to another show and I thought I did really well on Friday. But one question I wanted you guys to answer for me is the one I tried to post to Portnoy. And I wonder if this mm. was more 
Dave versus YouTube as opposed to YouTube versus Barstool. And I think it's because of the company he keeps. You know, he interviewed Trump. He's been on a million times with Tucker. And he also has some sort of business relationship with Elon or a good understanding with Elon. And I wonder if YouTube maybe looked at that and made their decision to have uh, Barstool edit those episodes. Because I feel like it's guilt by association. And the minute that the YouTube people heard that it was Barstool, they immediately pointed to Dave. And it just seems like, you know, because Dave deals with Tucker and uh, Trump and Elon, that immediately they they targeted him. And if Dave never spoke to those people or was on the far left, they would let those episodes go without edits. Let me know your thoughts. Yeah, so I think, so if you guys missed it, um, they did uh, Surviving Barstool, kind of like Survivor, you know, and uh, on one of these things, it was huge on YouTube, it was huge on YouTube, and on one of the episodes, um, one of the guys, Kirk Minahan, says, tells another guy that he's going to burn his house down or something, and not uncommon thing for Kirk to say, I think we talked about it in this. Yes. It's not uncommon thing for Kirk to say. Um, but it's obviously hyperbole. It's obviously we're messing around. It's a it's a show. Surviving Bob Barstool is a show. It's not a documentary about arsonists. It's a show. <laughs> so, so the humorless uh, person at uh, YouTube, I'm sure, sure some 25 year old marketing humorless chick probably. So, um, they they threatened to demonetize do that. it. Right. They threatened to demonetize it unless Barstool took it off or edited it, whatever. So did they edit it? No, they refused okay, to edit refused it. Okay, ed- Portney refused to edit it, so he's looking for somebody somewhere else to put it. He put it on Barstool TV for a pay-per-view. Right, and that and may then, change, but let's not get well, too far down. Nobody cares about that, because we were just talking about oh, the, the numbers YouTube. It did change, but okay. Okay, but, Go ahead. but anyway, um, the YouTube status didn't change. No. Right, so anyway, Portney said F you, gave him a middle finger, said we'll do it somewhere else, which is the right thing to do, totally. Mm-hmm. I do think that there are some people in that office who gave him crap during the BLM disgraceful stuff. And if it were me, I would fire every single one of these ungrateful, spoiled little brats who have dream jobs, who are just spoiled little small brains. Well, and I mean, I would hope that it would give some of them some pause that, you know, the do-gooder censors at YouTube who probably, I mean, I'm there are liberals at Barstool, obviously, um, and, you know, not... I mean, Dave's liberal on some issues, clearly, but there are obviously liberals at Barstool who disagree with Portnoy about some things. But, you know, the the YouTube stuff is so dangerous. And I mean, that's not Minahan threatening to blow up Jeff DeLow's house is not a political issue. That's not an issue about like vaccine hesitancy or elections being stolen or anything like that. That's not like the type of dangerous misinformation that's a threat to democracy. It's not a legitimate threat. Everybody knows it's not a legitimate threat. The I would hope and think that some of the people at Barstool who are probably, you know, more mainstream would you know, have a little bit of caution about the way YouTube and these tech companies behave about content where it is so restrictive and there's, and the appeals process and everything is so opaque and useless. There's no way around it. What does opaque mean? Opaque means not transparent. Oh, very nice. I'll use that. Good. I hope that you do. Um, 
so in this context it means like not easily understandable like mm. there's no there's nothing visible that you can do to appeal things or fix things or talk to somebody else there's not like a chain of command you can't ask to speak to the supervisor or whatever you know you're kind of stuck once you get in trouble so you know this i think when youtube goes after somebody like barstool sports that's really for some reason liberals and newspaper companies treat the whole company like it's conservative because you know they got popular Right, they got popular with have talking about chicks and bikinis or whatever, right. and, and it doesn't because, go rainbow four months of the year. Right, and you know, and Dave Portnoy, who's sort of the figurehead of it, has said a few controversial things. Although he's not really a conservative either; he no. is a little bit on some stuff, but not like really. He's not Tucker Carlson, even though he's gone on with him. But he's he's not on a leash that right. they control. So he, I would. He still th- believes in fun. Right. I think that the fact that YouTube goes after Barstool Sports for things like this makes them look worse to normal people. You know, normal people don't really care if you kick off the MAGA people who are putting out long videos about election cheating or whatever. Yes. They don't really care if you do that because they don't like it. I mean, and a lot of those videos are very silly and a lot of them are wrong and a lot of the theories were proved wrong. Who, I mean, but who cares? I tend to be of the view that stuff should be out there anyway. But, you know, you're not going to get like normal, regular Joe people to care about YouTube censorship because, you know, um, what's the documentary? The 2000 Mules guy's name. Um, but, Dinesh D'Souza. Dinesh D'Souza. Because Dinesh D'Souza's videos get taken down. Right. Right. Like. Nobody cares. It's also BS, by the way. Well, yeah, it is also BS, but you're not going to get people to care about it until YouTube starts going after people like Barstool for just, like, completely silly things, which this clearly is. So, I mean, I hope YouTube doesn't reverse their decision. Yeah, no, so do I. Because it shows who they are. Yeah. That's the way they work. If you're hearing this, I just got out of the uh, IU game. Tom and Alice, this is Justin. I uh, sound like horse Oh, damn it. Justin, it's not a big deal. Hold on. IU game. Did they win? I assume not. No. Going through the flu. Oof. Um, you and Steven Sanchez. Yeah. Um, IU women, they they beat um, Stetson. Just knocked, knocked the doors off of them. You know, just really. That's great. IU women beat Stetson? Mm-hmm. The hell is college, that? Women's college basketball. How do you know that? IU? IU? U sounds like a university. I assume Indiana What's University. Stetson? How do you know? It's I co- assume it's, it's also... Isn't college basketball in March, like March Madness? I think Justin posted a picture of him on Twitter at a game that looked like women's oh, college basketball. Well, he, I think you're tagged in it, too. Beat the piss out of him. Anyway. I just pay attention <laughs> to stuff. Really good. You know, they're ranked 17 out of all the college teams. 17th. Here we go. IU women's. See? Anyway, uh, Colts won today. Been a been pretty good day, other than I sound like, like I don't know something horrid. Um, Sorry about that. But yeah, nothing that a nice hams and some cough drops won't fix. All right, have a good day. What's hams? Is, I do not is know. Is hams a drink, or is that like actual ham? Hams. 
I don't know what that means. Beer. Oh, here we go. It's a beer. I don't know that. Oh, hams. It looks good. I like the can. Hams, beer, owls. Let's shake them down for uh, All You Can Eat podcast. Good. We we haven't done the shaking down we need to be doing. How come we're this So busy? true. So true. Okay. Um. All right. Okay. Now, if you're right in. Right, right. I'm right back on it. Right back on that horse, as you say, Alice. Right? Mm-hmm. So. What? What? So what? Can I say one more thing? Sure. Um, speaking of sports. Yeah. Um, the L.A. Chargers versus the Patriots uh-huh. today um, was a, a 6 nothing game. It's disgraceful for the Chargers. <laughs> so, which you I went to go... You get 30 points up on these Patriots? Come on, guys. <laughs> I went to go look at... Do you follow the account on Twitter, the NFL Scoregami account? I do not. Do you know what that is? No. It's the track to see if NFL scores have ever happened before. Oh. And I was curious if that score like ha- has happened or has happened often. So I went to the NFL score Gami account when I saw the game ended and was 6-0. I did not watch it. Um, and guess how many times that score has happened before? 11 times. 79 times. Wow. That, which is like way more common than I would think it would be. See, this is... that's. The extent to which I follow sports. Okay, is thank the, you. The math account that follows the odds that an NFL game is going to end in score gummy, which is an NFL score that's never happened before. Hey, guys. Uh, EAS, hey. Electronic Article Surveillance. Is that true? The little thing that goes beep, beep, beep when they fail to deactivate it as you're walking out of the store. Oh. As a matter of fact, in the retail industry, they used to have a saying, FTD, or failure to deactivate, equals POC, pissed off customer. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Hopefully this helps. Again, EAS, electronic article surveillance. Who knew? So, yeah, I had, I bought a Jones of New York suit in, for one function, uh, I forgot what it was, in like 97, like, yeah. And it had the tag on it, and so I spent uh, like a week and a half with a like saw and and uh, pliers trying to t- get the tag to go, the ink tag thing, mm-hmm. and it was tough. That is very tough. Those little machines that take the tags off, the mm-hmm. plastic things, those are wonders of the world. Those are very important. <laughs> to have one on you if they They're still like use those. With magnets. Yeah, you need to have one on you because man, that was a tough thing. Tough, tough week. Oh no, it wasn't a Jones of New York suit. I told a woman I knew that it was Jones of New, New York to impress her. She said, wow, it's really nice. It wasn't Jones of New York. It was, wow. Who knows what it was? Oscar yeah, they don't do a lot of um, electronic article surveillance in the stores anymore, it seems. They just let the stuff walk out. You know, you wouldn't want to make it difficult for the shoplifters and the organized crime gangs. It was nice to hear that Tom's going to get together with some of the listeners. It was also disturbing to hear that it was going to be centered around having tripe. (laughs) 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 Anyway. Most restaurants that serve tripe, though. What? Sean McGowan's teeth were to dentistry. I mean, let's face it. That's that's basically what tripe is. Sean McGowan's teeth. (laughs) Shane McGowan. (laughs) He's royalty with you people, Tim. You should be mourning, by the way. But uh, no, that is incorrect. Tripe is absolutely fantastic. Well, the good thing is, and I've learned this 
about dating Tom is that most restaurants that serve tripe, you don't have to order tripe and they tend to be Italian restaurants. So they tend to have tons of other great things to eat. So you don't actually, I've been with Tom a long time and he's eaten a lot of tripe in my Mm. presence and I've never once let a piece of tripe touch my lips. So does it occur to you ever (laughs) like what a complete pig I am? Do you, why do you don't feel anger? No, occasionally disappointment, (laughs) but not really anger. Yeah, feel anger, Alice. Thank you so much for listening. If you're on Patreon, stay there, because we're going to keep streaming and do some more after the show. Um, If you want to join that, that is patreon.com slash burn barrel we'll get to some a little bit more of the current events over there uh, of course you can always listen to the regular show for free burnbarrelpodcast.com there's links to all the different places to listen you can watch videos of the show on youtube or rumble places like that thank you all so much have a great night Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.